my theme music. Every good hero should have some. Hi guys, welcome to the Drive-In Podcast. I'm Lamont. And I am Alex. And we watch bad movies. So you don't have to. That's right, but today we're doing a special one right here, right Alex? Dude, yeah, this is, I mean, we, we, we're making a quick turnaround this week. Normally we, we try to give you a one hit a quitter within a week, but due to the holiday, which is disrespected on the regular, <laughs> um, we had a great movie that came out this weekend. Netflix is not playing with Hollywood right now. And this movie uh, is a very strong movie. Uh, it is Fatherhood. Go to sleep, Maddie. Maddie, go to sleep, Maddie, go to sleep. Go to sleep, Maddie. It's not working out. She's not a clapper. Matthew, darling, we think you should move back to Minnesota. You're all alone here. She needs family. Raising a child is a non-stop, all-day, all-night affair. I look. You look great. Don't say it just to be saying it. You look like a king. King of the sling. Wake up, Daddy! How does it look? I think it's a new look. I think it's a new hairstyle that can catch on if given a chance. With Kevin Hart. That's right. Like, I, like, really, I did not expect it. When I went into this, I was like, Okay, this is Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart, and we'll see how this goes, right? But it yeah. turned out to be—I mean—a surprisingly good film to me. What did you think of it? It was—it was a great, great turn for Kevin. It actually shows he's not one-dimensional. He's not a one-trick pony. Um, just to give you a quick um, overview of the whole film, it is about a. A gentleman named Matt Matthew, um, whose wife dies during a birth, and he's left with the responsibility of raising a daughter. Yeah, like and it's, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a, and he's black, and he didn't run. I mean, it's <laughs> wait a minute, wait, 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 hey, we know, <laughs> bruh. I'm just saying these these are the stories that need to be told. Man, it's like a lot of people always, all we know as far, if we go back on downloads as far as our program is concerned, all we know is black men run, you know, we have babies and we leave them. And the stories of those guys that stayed and, and, and handled the business because they valued raising children don't, don't get told. That, yeah. that bullhorn doesn't get pulled out in protest and now women talk about single parenting all the time you know especially on father's day because we have now father's day is father mother day you know i'm the mother and the father so we have those stories being told all the time but when men start telling their stories about being single parents it it, it goes in the shadows so i love the step up on this story well, this like this story in particular, this was like what you're saying. This was really intentional. Like this, mm-hmm. what this story was originally about a white guy, right? Who who uh, who uh, lost his wife. But when and even like taking this back in the beginning, Channing Tatum was supposed to play the role in 2015 when this movie first came came to be. Like it was going to be Channing Tatum. Then he dropped out, 
and then Kevin Hart's production company picked it up, mm-hmm. and they were real intentional about okay, making this a black man, making this a black story. And even if you look at looking at the movie, he is he like he's he's black. The kids black, and there are certain things they had to change, but the story is universal. Like right, right. I don't know. It spoke to me because personally, like I live this. Like mm. my uh, my mom passed away like three months after I was born. So wow. seeing this movie. It just showed me what all the stuff that my dad went through. Like, I actually remember wanting to go live with my grandmother. And he's like, no, I'm keeping you with me. Like, those are those real fights that that you had. And I totally understood. Like, it made me appreciate my father even more and understood the sacrifice that he went through. Because when you see Kevin going through, he has to sacrifice stuff with his work. Because, like, traditionally, you're right. We aren't the ones to step in and take care of the babies. But when he loses his partner... And he has to do it all on his own. Like, that's a lot for anybody, let alone somebody who isn't used to doing that. And, I mean, the messages that that it sends throughout the film gets me because it's like, first of all, you always got this this, uh, double standard as far as parenting is concerned with men and women because, you know, like one of the scenes that got to me, here comes the spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, one of the scenes that got me was when he walked into the meeting where women yes, were, yes. were helping each other yes. cope with raising a child. Excuse me. Um, I'm sorry. AA is down the hall to the right. I'm not here for that. I'm not, I'm not here for the AA meeting. That's not why I'm here. She, uh, she just went to sleep, but she's been like crying for hours. I mean, hours to the point where I'm I'm exhausted and my face hurts and I'm getting frustrated and I don't know how to break the stroller down. I don't know how to fold it up. Okay, well, sorry, but this is a group for new mothers. You're lying. Because on that sign out there, it says parents. I'm a parent and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And he said, look, he was, he was and folks hate, hate to say it, but it was a man in a very vulnerable point. Yes. And he came in like, hey man, this kid, I, I lost. I take the L. I don't know how to raise this kid. It keeps crying, and I don't know. It does. It doesn't know how to tell me what's wrong. What do you do? But they hit him with a a look like, "What are you here for? Why are you here? You're a man. You're not supposed to do that." But eventually, when he expressed, they came around. Yeah, they came he, around because and, and, they know that desperate feeling. Like, oh. He needs a support system, too. Help. I need the crying to stop. How do I make the crying stop? Okay. Um, my oldest had colic for the first couple of months. What's colic? It's when babies cry for hours on end without any reason to feel like your eyes are about to pop out. I gave the baby colic. No, that's, that's not how colic works. <laughs> I'm not washing my hands and I'm just touching a baby and that's how I gave a baby colic probably. You don't give a baby colic. It's more of a digestive thing. That's a relief. Thing that worked for me was white noise, surprisingly. White noise. White noise. But even you're right, because even if you're looking at the cutaways, you could see the ladies kind of when he would, when they would out laugh. When they told him the baby had colic. And right, then he, then like, he's like, did oh, I do it? Did I, did I give it to him? It was so, and, and it's like one of those things. Like I would, I would say, yeah, I, because he, like I always say about a really good movie, always pulls you in, mm. and then you put yourself in the in the in the shoes of the character. Mm. And I was, I would have been like, 
did I do it because I'm carrying on the weight of this? Like, yeah, because as you see throughout the film, it's like in his mind, he's like, I'm out here alone. I'm by myself. I got to do this. I got to do this. And he he really turned down help. No, nah, he, he, he he didn't. He like he was he wanted to do it because he wanted to make his his was well his wife proud, right? And I, I yeah, it was just, and kill and kill the noise of the other of the people that were close to him. No, not the just mother in law because his best friend Little Rail was was horrible. Okay, was, wait, wait a minute, time out. At this point, he got to drop the little right. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. Let, let's yeah. drop the little. Let's just be real. First of all, he was taller than Kev. It's not hard to be taller than Kev, but I know that. But <laughs> when they still, you know, yeah. when, because you know, Kev introduced the world to Little Rail. So when when you saw them standing side by side, I was like, oh, Little Rail ain't little. Kev no, you're not. Be uh, little. Kev be little, be little Kev. Little Kev and Rail. But yeah, let's just drop a little. But but Rail, even his best friend was like, hey man, you can't do this. And 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 then he's like, come out and be the boys. Like, come out. He's like, no, I got responsibilities. My child is everything. So, it it it's a wonderful story, and the dynamic of you know most of the time whenever you see stories, and you see, oh, they just blacken it up to blacken it up. Nah, this, this story one, they did a good job. They, they did, did a, a good, good job as far as telling those stories that nobody tells. They just, you know, guys like that don't don't go out and try to tell their story. They just do what they do. And then nobody recognizes them, especially on Father's Day. Shout out to all the fathers on, on Father's Day. if Because it's like, you know, you're going to go home, get your, you're going to be out there grilling and cooking for everybody. <laughs> and Or either you're going to get this TV dinner and you're just going to, everybody going to leave you alone and nobody puts no effort into taking you out to, Outback or any other good places to eat on this day. Like tomorrow, I'll probably go to a restaurant and won't have any lines to worry about. Unlike Mother's <laughs> Day, so true, true. yeah, true, true, true. So I, I give I give shout outs to this film because it's like, yo, fathers matter, bro, and and, <laughs> and people don't don't value those things, especially. Now that fathers are out there, but when they gone, that's when everybody be like, "Oh, my dad, blah blah blah." No, value the dude now. Yeah, but then also like historically, they haven't done a lot of movies to show fathers love, and historically, a lot of fathers haven't done their part to to get that love. Yeah, so, like there's a there's a like a give and take there also. But again, yeah. again, that's to me, that's why this movie was so refreshing. Like, right, it had like some really great scenes and like what was your favorite scene what was the scene that jumped out to you that you really liked what scene because I, I tell you what I I'm not ashamed to say there were some tears shed in this one but bro what, yeah it's like, so many bro because your favorite Kim, Kim give me one flex. give me one yeah oh, why you got why you got you gotta, you gotta that, give bro. me you gotta give me one one scene one oh. scene Okay, favorite scene. I'm gonna give you a scene and then I got a line. I wrote this joker down. Okay, but, good. But okay. the scene is at the top of the film when the mother passes or goes into her 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 moment where mm. she's about to pass, and they rush him out of the, yes. the room and he's helpless. Yes. It's like he's fighting them. Like, man, I, I gotta be there 
with my wife. Yeah, it's like, no, you need to move. You, you're in the way. And it's like, no, 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 no. That scene, and he gets, and then he, then they come out, and the the doctor is trying to tell him, but the nurse expression yeah, says it all. all, and he and he goes into this moment of tears, bro. That broke me, man. I was like, man, somebody could. I'm like my boy, somebody couldn't onion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That somebody was that. smoking there. I mean, the smoke is in my eye. I can't. Ugh, can't breathe. Allergies. It got to be the pollen getting in through the uh, air vents in my house. Yeah, because it was that scene was so powerful to me, amongst others. It's a lot. It's a, a lot, lot of good scenes. A lot of good scenes, scene, but but, but that, that one got, stuck out. That one got. What about you? For me, is I'm not really. I'm usually not a fan of like the flash and the cross cutting, but mm-hmm. I like, and it just remind like it just struck so many chords with me because I remember. Well, the scene that I'm talking about is when he's speaking at the funeral. Okay. Or, or when he doesn't speak at the funeral. But when you see him at the funeral and then you see the crowd gone and his wife is sitting there. Right. It reminded me of being in, I had to speak at my grandmother's funeral. Mm-hmm. And that's what it felt like. I felt like I was talking to her. And for them to like take that feeling and put it on a film like that, I'm like, that that's just really, that's artistry right there. Right. Like I really, it could have just been the random you know, because we've all seen movies where they speak at funerals. Like, we've all seen that. But I haven't seen it like, okay, the crowd's gone. He's talking to his lady. And I also, I was kind of like, I wanted more of him and the lady when I first started watching the movie. I was like, because she died quick. Like, it yeah. was at the beginning. And I was like, well, I wanted to see their love story. But if, if I was just patient, <laughs> yeah, you, you got because to they see showed it. it. Yeah, you got to see it through the flashbacks. You got to see it through, you know, just the just the acting and the love and the stuff that they were doing. Like, I just really, they did a really good job with that. And let's say, hey, props to the cast, man. Bro, like, they had they, a they, strong cast. Any, anytime you got Ashley freaking Woodard, like, yeah. she's, she's the GOAT. You got her up there. Like, I just, you can't go wrong. And then the mother and daughter team, You did you uh, did you check out them? Uh, Bro. No, the the thing of the mo- the mother and daughter team. No, I didn't. I didn't get yes, that part. Yes, they what? no the mother and daughter. Uh, what's her what's her name? Uh, Melody Heard, who plays the little girl. Got it. And then his 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 wife that that passed away. Let me. Uh, uh, Deborah no, I, Deborah, I can't pronounce her last. Deborah Owade. Yeah, right. Deborah Owade and Melody Heard. They were the they played the mother and daughter. And show t- and uh, the Amazon series them, which is a horror flick. That is where I saw this baby at. Yes, bro. That's I had and to that's put her it together. Cause I know, yeah, cause I knew I knew her from. Yeah, she's the baby that the thing grabbed yes, the neck. Yes, yes, yes. I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yes. I'm so, I'm so tuned in to movies right now. It's like <laughs> I, I forget about the the series that I watch. That yeah. is them. Yes, that's them. <laughs> that's them. Them that's is them. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally them. And it's but like, yo, the thing of it is, like I said, this this movie is so strong in so many ways because literally it, it showed black love. Yes. Well, one of those things that, you know, everybody... And it wasn't that, you know, those things that you push so hard in, in most movies. Oh, they just show up. No, it was like... It had black love. It had a, a successful black man who was working, doing his thing, and and then it had black fatherhood. It was it was one of those 
very heavily layered movies. And also it was the like the setting also. Like, come on, man. Last time we were in Minnesota, it was Prince. Like that was years ago. Like it could right. It wasn't right. just your regular New York, and, you know, thing. And was, the thing about it is he was living in Boston. Yes. He was living you in Boston. You don't hear the only black people I know lived in Boston was was New Edition, oh, Kawhi, Kawhi and KD. Like that's because they got traded there. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. past that, bro, you don't hear about black people living in Boston. No, and and that was I mean, and and it the landscape made you like, oh yeah, I could I could chill out in Boston. Yeah, they they and, sold it. They and I loved his friends. Like I love Lil yeah. Lil Rail. And uh, the guy who played Oscar, his name was Anthony Kerrigan. Uh, I just thought they were funny. I loved their dynamic. One of my favorite scenes, again, is when they're playing poker with the cookies with, with oh, her. Man. Yeah. yeah. And she's beating them. She's yes. killing them. She's like, that's, that's how it is. That's when you grow up and you're, your dad's friends or your uncles. Like, right. And that, that's just, that's love. And I mean, that's, that's real talk right there. Now, the thing about it, speaking on black love, I love the fact that they also showed alternate they also showed different stories because you do, most of the time you always hear about you also you always see a character uh he's a hard worker or he's a super successful lawyer or whatever and with this this second Liz or Swan <laughs> oh, yeah. she was she was an animator like nobody talks about Oh, talking about the the love interest that came in, right. Nola Dar- yeah, Nola Darling, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, the girl's name was uh, the Wanda Wise. She yeah. comes in and she says, "Yeah, I'm a uh, animator for uh, cartoons and stuff like that." Nobody tells those stories that they're black females in animation. No, no I just I- found out some of the voices for some of these uh, Cartoon Network uh, Nickelodeon shows was the girl off a different world. So you know you don't hear about yeah Cree Summer yeah yeah it's like you don't hear about those those people they just live those so it brought to surface a whole nother dynamic that we don't hear about or we don't see or those of us that are around it it's so common to them they don't really applaud those people in those vocations I, I know I, I think they're real just real intentional about that I yeah, really feel like he's not going to be just a whatever we're gonna make him upper middle class we're gonna right. give him a, this great job the girlfriend's gonna be like something in, like it's just it's real intentional because when you see successful people you become successful i think you know exactly it's all about the industry but you have to understand some of the producers in it were are those people like you got you can't go wrong when you put the obamas in anything facts. obamas is like the bacon facts, it's, facts. so facts. you you got Michelle and Barack Obama producing this film along with Kevin Hart and others and it's like oh okay I see where they were going I see where they were going so I man I recommend anybody to watch it so they elevated so yeah, let's yeah let's get in our categories now let's get All in right. the categories All right who you got for MVP who won this thing for you bro Kev man <laughs> yes Kev Kev came in and flexed on them. Now, I've being that we've recently done um, a Ring of Honor for Kevin, and his his catalog is is growing bigger now. But 
we always saw this particular funny guy or the the little the the, the little guy in the jokes. But now heretofore he only had one film where you took him serious as far as acting and that was uh the upside. Yeah. yeah. Now with fatherhood he's adding that catalog so now I think Hollywood is going to start looking at him for being more than just, you know, the little funny guy. I made a deal with you when you were a baby to always try and do what was best for you. And right now I can't, I can't move here. You know, but that shouldn't mean that you, that you can't. You know, Grandma Mary and, and Grandpa Mike, they bought up Mommy. And Mommy was the best. She was just like you. You know, um... You and your mom are the best thing that ever happened to me. I think so, too. I think this is, like, a good... I think what's going to happen, you see, you're going to see his career before fatherhood and after fatherhood. Yeah. And you're going to see the type of roles that he's going to be offered. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what about you as far as your MVP? For my MVP who won this, I've got to go with, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to go Kevin Hart. Yeah. I got, I got to feel, I feel like he, he showed, because I was like, okay, he, maybe he, he's shown pockets of this. Like, you know, if he can, if he could pull off comedy, you figure, okay, maybe he can go a good dramatic actor, and every comedian can. Mm -hmm. But he was literally in just about every frame of this film. He had to show emotion. He had to act to something that, like, it wasn't like action where you had somebody throwing a punch. He had to right. act to loss and emotion. And the lady was gone for most of the film, so she wasn't in front of him. So he's just acting to a room. And, like, especially the scene when he's saying goodbye to the, and she's sleeping. Right. And he give it a two kisses. I'm like, Bro. oh man, like Which this can't be the same guy from Soul Plane, right? Right. <laughs> or or forty year old version. It's, yeah. This can't be. Can't be. You know, I'm this your boy. Yeah, and <laughs> it's not him. That's no. not him. So I got. Yeah, he 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 won it for me for sure. Yeah. Also, by the way, the whole two kisses thing is actually from the book. Okay. The, the title of the book is Two Kisses for Maddie. Yeah. And the thing I loved also, they didn't change the character's name. Like, literally, there is a living, breathing, walking Maddie and Matthew. That's uh, Logan. Logan. I can't pronounce their last name. Logan. But, but let's just say I props to them for the name. Because normally, we never get the kid. The daughter's not going to be named after us. But right. uh, oh, that's. No. Because, dude, I've been holding out for LaMonica for years. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that. But, but uh, yeah, that is a dude, strong film, strong film. What about who is your, 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 uh, co MVP, your, your six man coming off, off the bench shooting the trade? Six man coming off the bench. And, uh, I can't have two. I can only have one. Right. right. Because you right. keep put you, you got this dumb rule in there. Like we gotta we gotta do like black people uno. We gotta start adding rules okay. rules to, to this show, man. Okay, if I gotta go six man coming off the bench, the person that stole the scene every time that they were on the screen, the person that even though she wasn't in a lot of the movie, but whenever they were there, they were there. I gotta go with Afri Woodard. You think you can do this, but you can't. Raising a child, that's a that's a non stop all day, all night affair. 
Like, she's, wow. Okay. She's the goat. Like, you put her when she came in, you felt that mother in law energy. You felt yeah. that, like, you're going <laughs> to do, but you felt that, like, you're going to do right by my baby. Right. Like, you're go, I'm going to make sure that you're there for this kid. I'm going to make sure this kid gets the best that it needs. Like, she wasn't like the evil mother in law, like the caricature of a mother in law. Like, she was like, I'm, I love the scene when she, Flew in just for the pediatric thing and lied, and lied, lied to the husband. Said she was on a spa day. I know, like, but 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 peep the acting when when they find out that the kid is doing great, like her whole demeanor. She's like, I can like this. They're gonna be okay, right? We're gonna breathe. And it, and again, it just reminded me so much of when I was a kid and I would go visit my grandma mm-hmm. and grandma would just make want to make sure I was all right because right. my dad was doing it by himself for like four years. So it's like you wanted to make sure. And she, I mean, it just felt real. And like, every time I saw, even at the end of the film, when she comes back and, and he comes back to get her and she just hugs him and she's like, I'm proud of you. There's just so many great scenes with her when she said she couldn't walk out of her daughter's room. So like she's got to be my six man. Who you got? Who's your six man? Hold on, let me put two cents, drop two pennies on, on what you were saying. Uh-huh. Going back to my favorite line. Oh yeah, your favorite favorite line, line in this comes from from Alfred Woody. It's oh, it's the um, when Kev at the last, at the at the ending scene when he was about to take her with him. I was nervous as hell. I remember that day like it was yesterday. And he was like, it was just yesterday. Oh yeah. She, it feels like it feels it, like it, feel, it feels like it was just yesterday. And then she comes back and say, it was yesterday. Yeah. I was I was like, because that's one of those lines that you have to sit back and think about. Cause you you would sit up and be like, man, it was just yesterday we was out. You know, riding BMX bikes and mm-hmm. making our own ramps and jumping off of them and hurt. And it's like, no, fool, it it is. Yeah, it, it was yesterday. That's history now, and you got to keep it moving. And that line, when she dropped that, I was done, bro. I was like, oh, that's. I had to, I, I I paused it and I wrote it down. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> I got to write this down. This is dope. <laughs> but you, but you know what? That line with any other actress might be corny. Right, but you put you let Af- you let the Queen Alfrey throw that in there, and it just gives it so much weight. Yeah, man. Like, like, dude, literally, he could have been blown off the screen against her, and he held his own with one of the greats, man. Like, yeah, that, yeah. You you don't you don't do that. So that yeah. So okay, again, with your six man, who you got? Six man coming off the bench, got to be Melanie Hurd, bro. <laughs> the little, little one, yeah. yeah. I know. I mean. I'm, I'm. The kids do it. Alex loved the kids like Mark. <laughs> Man, she she grabbed Kev and it, she made it so real. This is mommy's jewelry box. What I want you to do, I want you to pick something out of here that can be just for you. Anything. Anything you want. Hmm. This. Wow. I like this one. Every scene she killed it. It was like literally you could believe that, oh, this is Kev's kid. Like yeah. <laughs> I kudos to the casting because I mean they look like a family. 
Like, yeah, they do. So that from that and, and and defying the fact of going to a private school and having to wear pants, spoiler alert. Uh <laughs> yeah, but that like, was but that was also was another little lot nod because when you look, I'm not gonna spoil the real story but if you look at the real story it, it, it kind of uh it mimics the real the real story right so like and then i i, I forgot the, the the last scene when he's in the skirt yeah like yeah, that. he does he <laughs> yeah. does the does the flossing dance yeah it's like, like hi dad you know that that's but it's dad. black that's dad, it's, it's dads that do that they go hard for their kids like if if you ever it's, it's a clipping on youtube where this this dad that's dressed hard, he looks like a thug, but he's in a ballet class with his daughter. Mm. And he's dancing with her yes. and twirling her around. It's like, and then you have these other ones where the dads are doing cheerleading with their daughters. And, you know, if I ever have a daughter, I will be that dad. I, yeah. I will, mm-hmm. I will be that tea party. I won't put no makeup on. You say that, but it's no gonna, you, 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 you say that, but it's You got to draw a line, bro. You got to yeah. draw a line. But it, it's going to be that balance. Like, she got me. It's like, okay. And, and and even with that, it was like there was a balance because the little girl know how to play poker, which means she can get at the table and break some grown men down. That that, yeah. whole, that, whole, that whole bluff face was yeah. hilarious, bro. But, yeah, yeah, that's my sixth man. She came off and shot the tray, and it was pure, bro. Okay. All right. That, that's, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh not, we're not going to say least valuable player. We're going to say, what would you do differently? What would you, was there something that you would have changed to make it better? What do you think? This was a very airtight film, man. It's not too much I would have changed. Uh, one of the things I would have to do a nod to, and I wouldn't say change it, was the silent um, strength of the father role played by a guy that was off of coming to America who was the landlord on coming to America the first one um you know you always got to have that older black gentleman that he doesn't do much but when he tells you okay you know you're gonna mess up and that puts you on a on a path to be like okay now I can breathe that was his character. I had to talk about Frankie, Frankie Faison, yeah, yeah, Frankie Faison. It was like he was, I, I loved his character, and you know, he didn't try to try to step in and do anything, he was just that that silent rock, and he, that was, yeah, he he really was. I, but for me, he's always, always Captain Burrell from The Wire. <laughs> which is like a okay. totally like he's he's totally opposite of what he is here mm-hmm. but i think he was the right i think he's if you're looking for it i think he's what what that matt matt character is going to become right like he because without he let the mom be all this and that but he was the kind of the rock that held it together yeah. and you're right i like when you see him you see every cool black dad or uncle that was like, yeah, don't listen to your mama, but this is what we need to do. You right. Know? Like, right. Like, like, just come on over here. We'll make it right. You if know? any, if anything, I would change. I would change the dynamic between uh, the main character's mom and the mother-in-law. Because true black folks, 
<laughs> you ain't gonna be talking about my baby. All yeah, that's what I was thinking. That was thinking in front of me. Yeah, like we know we gonna we gonna be against you. Like he gonna nah, yeah, he it's gonna be it. us against you. It, 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 <laughs> it ain't gonna be. Don't worry about what your mama say. You know, but uh, the lady that plays Kevin's mom, she was real passive, and I was like, nah. Maybe they telling a new story, but I know but I know if, the black moms that I've been around. But if you they look, don't play that, yeah. But if you also if you go further, and when he came to see his mom, evidently his dad wasn't a good dad. Right. His and he had a bunch of other kids, and he only married Kevin's mom. So like maybe there's a reason why she's that way, okay. and that's what they're portraying. Like I don't know, but I felt like I wanted when I first saw it. I was like, I think we need a, a big name actress to be his mom. But then I think that sucks all the air out because yeah. you want you want you want enough balls to go around. Right. So I felt like she was you know good for them to play off of. So like I said, but only thing I would change differently, and this is a filmmaking thing, kind of a nerd thing. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of jump cuts, like a lot of like yeah. After, after coming from looking at a because we just reviewed a Tarantino film, and how he was real specific about the tight shots. Right. I think they needed a little of that here. Cause yeah, it would go from Kevin here to Kevin there to sitting on the steps to standing, kind of music video ish. Like yeah. I needed more of a yeah, more tight shots. I'm sorry, and I think that that just makes it better. Yeah, I, I agree. You I feel totally me? Because when you that. look at the territory, like we were like lauding him on how like great it was. Like it, it's a really good story, really good actresses, but you just can't. You you gotta have some transitions in there. Yeah, yeah. And like we we noticed it, but I feel like when you're at home, if you're looking at a film, you like you feel it. Like it feels natural. It doesn't feel like a, a video, and I'm trying to move you to, over to this way. Yeah, and try to hurry you along in the film. No, yeah. let it breathe a little bit. Yeah, let it breathe. Put some shots there. But uh, cool, cool. So uh, we are, we we did your your favorite, your favorite scene. Uh, what else? Won the movie. Uh, you got you got any favorite? You already told me your favorite line, right? Yeah, my favorite line was uh, "It was yesterday." Uh, um, one of the weird things I was like, why did they pick Swan for the nickname of the new of the girlfriend, the the stepmom? It's like, wait a minute, Swan. What the mom was an ugly duckling, and you know, you know, I'm I'm, I'm throwing in some shade, but <laughs> I was like, hey, okay, I, I get it. She pretty, so okay. I get it. Swan, I guess. But past that, I mean, it was... This movie was off the Richter, which probably leads us into our final category. Well, not our final, the next to the last category that we always do. What uh, gas rating would you give the film? I give it a full tank. Full tank. I think it's one of those films that's going to be like Father of the Bride, that's going to be like... uh, that that movie that you see, you might want visit it every year. It's t- it's it's a tough watch because it's sad. Yeah, but I feel like it hit everything, and I'm just so proud of like the work. Like, yeah, this is this is our guy from, from Soul Plane. Yo, it's and like elevated to this. Like, so yeah, I give it a full tank of gas. What about you? I give it a full tank. Also, like you said, this body of work it reminds you of those great films. Where you had the great dads fighting to be those dads, like uh Kramer, Kramer versus Kramer, Kramer, Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah, you know the scene where where Kev is doing the girl's hair reminded me 
of the 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 feeling of Kramer versus Kramer when he was trying to make the French toast yes. in the film. It, it was like I'm 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 we're doing this. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but but yeah. we're doing like when Dustin Hoffman said, "See, see, we're having fun. We're having fun, right? We're having fun." <laughs> yeah. But that's what dad. But that's what. But that's what dads do. do. We try. Look, I'm I'm totally botching this up, but we having the best time. But you know, but you know, when you look back on those days as a kid, you like you really did. Yeah, you if did. the it's a French toast sucked, if he didn't get the hair exactly right, <laughs> right, don't matter. It don't, don't matter. matter. It was the time with dad. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that was, I mean, this this will put it in those high categories with those films because it gives you that feeling. And, it, and for generations to come, because this is one of those ones that it's gonna live on. Yeah, it'll live on for a long time. And shout out to and the the poster, the movie poster with him in the crib, bro, with the baby on him, bro, and the, and the little like that. Listen. That's that's dope, bro. Because <laughs> yes. the crib within itself was a character. Yes, it was. It was one of those reasons for the for the mother in law to just get on him. Yeah. A, the mom fussed about it. Then the <laughs> next thing you know, mom passed away. Mother-in-law, see, he's not ready. He didn't even build a crib. Yeah. It's like, bro, come on. The baby didn't... could, the baby could lay on me. And, oh. and the... <laughs> yeah, we'll figure, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. It's funny. It's, it's funny the fact that Kel could fit in the crib. I, I'm just yeah. saying, you know, because my big tail wouldn't be able to fit in the crib. Yeah, yeah just, just be saying, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Forget you, pump. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm me too. But but I'm just saying it. it, it but it, it was it, it was, was um, good. Yeah, that poster is it, it'll pull on your heartstrings. So man, a hundred percent full tank premium gas. It was it was good. Yeah, and before we like before we get to the my watch more, I wanted to shout out Paul Reiser who played the boss. Like, yeah, comic legend. Just wanted to cut. Just come in and do just a little. You know. Like you know, it's good work when you see cats that don't have to work come out of retirement. Like come out of retirement, like exactly. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lead this in here with Kevin Hart and playing the boss. And the boss, they had some really cool scenes together too. Yeah, and I'm, like we said, the many layers of 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 the stories that were in. Like this guy's like, look, you the best thing I got, and he passes the baton to this black man. Mm-hmm. Who is like his star player? Most time, whenever you see stories, you have star players that have to break off and and build their own thing. No, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna let you do it. But then he gets to the airport and he's thinking about his late baby and yeah. And I love his, I love the line when he's with Swan and they try to set him up and he's like, well, I could, we could just stop being their friends. <laughs> like yeah. I can get some new white friends. I like, I thought that was kind of funny and yeah. I just love the fact he had a white friend and it wasn't the fact that he like the fact that he was white wasn't a part of the the storyline. It was just his friend who happened I, to be white. Bro, I, we're gonna end up telling the whole film, but, but even with that, that that whole dynamic with him and Swan, uh, as far as like when when. The very moment they hook up, and his daughter is yeah typical kids. Uh, the daughter ends up getting hurt when dad tried to get a hookup, <laughs> and but the sincerity of yo, my daughter comes first. Yeah, before before anything, even my relationship. I really love you, but yeah, but then that child a, is everything. Kids got to when you have a kid. That's why that's how it has to be. Yeah. 
Yeah. And speaking of how it has to be, we need to find out your Mount Rushmore movie dash. Yeah, you, you Mount Rushmore, and look, I, you can't you can't go TV because TV when, is too easy. When we talked about this before the show, I was like, "Bro, you you throwing you throwing the salt in the game because you know." Just a shout out. I I, I know I ain't, I'm, we're not doing this, but I'm taking my shot. Just a shout out to Uncle Phil. Shout out to Bill Cosby. Huh? Uh-huh. I'm I'm just giving shout out. I'm giving shout out. Since you won't let me have my TV dads. No, okay, TV dads. That's too easy. I'm giving my shout out. It's always James from Good Times and everybody. James, else. right? James, yeah. James from Good Times. Carl Winslow, great dads. All of them great dads. But as far as my mom, Rushmore, as far as movie, movie dads. dads. Here we yes. go. Only movies. First one coming off, off coming out of Compton, California. Furious Styles, Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. Boys in the Hood. Strong, black man, educated, and stayed in the hood and raised a child in that environment. Great dad. Second dad. Okay. The GOAT. The one and only. Dizzy. Denzel Washington is John Q. Archibald. And John, John Q. Q? Yeah. <laughs> he, he laid it on the line, bro. Yeah, he did, but okay, all right. Great dad. That's some dad stuff. Heroic dad stuff. Third one. And I hate bringing this guy up because Ben Hart keeps on sitting back every time we bring his name up, talking about, see, that certifies what I said, that Will Smith is the greatest, whatever, whatever. So, Will Smith, Chris Gardner, in yes. the pursuit of happiness. Ain't even mad at that. That 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 strong dad presence, single parent, making it happen, and 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 keeping it going. Last one, but mm-hmm. not the least one. We got Daniel Hilliard, Robin Williams on Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, because he on, yeah he put it on the line, bro. Like the hit. Yeah, he 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 was wrong. He was he was acting, but he wanted to be around his kids so badly, man. He wanted to be a father so badly that he would dress up in drag and be a nanny because yes. he just wanted to be in his kids' life. So those four fathers, that's my Mount Rushmore, bro. Okay, All right, that that's a strong Mount Rushmore. I'm I'm not mad. I'm not mad. All right. Well, here here's mine. My, All right, my, my first one. Okay, and I don't want any grief on this because I, I I'm bringing grief it. now. I, I, I whack. I'm I'm bringing no. you the grief, bro. I got it. My first one is Marlon. Marlon. Okay, Marlon. Who? Marlon. Marlon from Finding Nemo. Oh. Yes, he searched for his kid through the whole ocean. Yeah, love that you can't come on, man. You can't be you, 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 you're going, you're going beneath the belt. How? You, you, because it's you, 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 it's, 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 it's cartoons. Bro. No, you said movie dad. So, so I'm, it, I'm it's a movie. Wrong. I can't fight. I can't fight with it. I'm going, with and I don't wrong. disagree with it. It's just so, okay. Okay, my number see, two, my number two movie dad. And this dude again, he wasn't in the movie for long, but he was the inspiration. Don't do it, Mustafa. I, Mustafa. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> Mustafa. You done went two Disney what? bangers. Yes. But yeah, yeah, I can't argue with it. I can't argue with the fact that, dude, 
to have those father son conversations like people had like if I if I had a son I would I would do him like Mufasa I would take him to the edge of whatever hood I'm at and be like see beyond the rising don't go there yes like, that yeah yeah so Mustafa definitely my number my number three and it oh my mom my number three it mimics yours. Uh, I, and I hate to sorry Ben Hart, but it's Chris Gardner, Will Smith. Yeah, uh, yeah, that one. Cause when he's in the bathroom and he's cleaning them up, and like it just it just hits you in the heartstrings. I can't go wrong with that. And my number four, the OG, the legend, Chevy Chase, Clark Griswold. Right. Yeah. Look, that was one of my considerations, but Mrs. Doubtfire, I, I weighed it out, mm-hmm. and the weight of Mrs. Doubtfire was stronger than them getting to Wally World. But even <laughs> with that, yeah, he, by any means, he was the Malcolm X of, <laughs> of family vacation. <laughs> yes. By any means necessary, hook or crook, we, we are getting to Wally World and we are going inside and having the best time ever. And you know what he did? He overcame everything because even Wally World was closed <laughs> for maintenance. Yeah, he, and he got you there. And he got you there, and he got you a private showing of Wally World with the owner, which yeah. is Disney World on the, on the code, but still. <laughs> yeah, they could they didn't have the rights for Disney World. Right, so. they couldn't get the rights, and, you know, Disney World didn't put that money in until later, so I was like, bro, yeah. Griswold was, was, was one of my considerations. That's strong list, bro. You, you right. came out you came out unfair, though. You, you were bare knuckle. <laughs> I, I just had I had my gloves on, but you came out bare knuckle, ready to yeah. fight, ready to hurt somebody, cut some eyebrows and stuff. Yes, That's sir. okay. That's okay. I'll get you next rip. We got this thing called Run It Back. And we do old films where we bring in people and we talk about films that inspire them. Next week, we're doing, we got a, one of my good friends coming in, Mr. Johnny Toy of Notorious uh, Visual uh, Production. And he is going to talk about Jackie Brown, the Quentin Tarantino film Jackie Brown. So we're looking forward to that next next week, bro. Yeah, I like I, I had a great time watching it again. For you viewers out there or listeners out there, hey, go back and check it out, and then join us, join the conversation with us next week. All right. All right, guys. All right, See cool. You See you later. Peace. This is big business.